Welcome into the Alana Enquirer podcast. Jeremy Warner, Alana Enquirer publisher here with you. And I wanted to start getting going on the podcast of getting ready for the 2020 season and breaking down what the 2020 Illinois football team will look like position by position. Now I'm doing that already on the website. VIP members, check out the position primers. I've so far done quarterbacks and running backs, and I'm going to get going on the wide receivers and hopefully go through these every couple days. Um, I I try to go a little bit more in depth on these. Uh, So that's what I read on the quarterbacks, the running backs. We'll go position by position here. But for this podcast, I wanted to do something different. I didn't want to just regurgitate what I think. I wanted to get a little bit of an expert opinion on these things. So I've, over the last decade of covering Illinois football, gotten a decent network of people that I think we can find an expert uh, on each of these positions. And uh, one of the first ones I reached out to was the quarterbacks. And Riley O'Toole was a guy I loved covering uh, during his Illinois career. And I, I was so happy for him at the end of his career to have that opportunity, make the most of it as a guy who'd been a backup behind Nathan Shiaz, behind West Lump for most of his career, and to help lead Illinois to an improbable uh, bowl game. And he was a huge part of that as Illinois won three of its last four games in Tim Beckman's last year to make a bowl game. Uh, So Riley, I know, keeps in touch with Illinois, watches a lot of Illinois. And of course, a guy who's been through those Big Ten battles, been through those practices, and been in that quarterback room, he knows a lot about quarterback play. So he was more than happy to catch up with me and preview what Rod Smith has in his quarterback room, including Brandon Peters, Matt Robinson, what he saw in the backup, and Isaiah Williams, a guy even Riley is really excited to see on the field. So coming up next, Riley O'Toole breaks down the 2020 Illinois quarterback room. Welcome back into the Illini Enquirer podcast. And uh, I was thinking of, you know, getting some expert analysis on this because I, I can cover the team and all that and give you guys some idea. But these guys know what it's like to play Big Ten football. So I'm starting to reach out to some former Illini that played a certain position that can help us kind of preview each position for Illinois for this shortened 2020 season uh, but football will be back October 24th as Illinois heads up to Wisconsin to start the season and to help us preview quarterback play I reached out to a guy I know a lot of Illini fans loved watching especially towards the end of his career Riley O'Toole what's up Riley how you doing man I'm doing well Jeremy thanks for having me on and I appreciate the expert title <laughs> although uh, I think that's a little gracious, but uh, thanks for having me. Well, you, you played at Big Ten football and had some success as a quarterback, so it's definitely better than what I could give, uh, Riley. So I appreciate you you joining us. But before we get into the football chat, uh, I'm sure people would like to know what you're up to. Can can you fill them in on where you're at, what you're doing? Sure, yeah. So uh, last year, um, I guess June, I moved from uh, Chicago down to Oklahoma City with my, uh, well, at the time, my fiance, but my wife, Alina, who's a fellow Illini, um, came down here to, to work for a Herman Miller dealer, kind of commercial uh, design and furniture, so sales position, um, kind of a, an opportunity to, to grow. So took a chance, and it's been it's been uh, a lot of fun. So Melina um, and I are, are enjoying kind of a new city, meeting, meeting new people, and um, it's been fun, kind of our early stages of marriage to kind of grow together and be in a, a new area met some Illini down here um that have been fun and and uh, so it's been a great experience so far yeah so it's as, as like a Chicagoland guy Riley um how would you kind of describe Oklahoma City to all the Illinois people up here hmm. um I don't really know how how I would describe it um it's not really anything like 
I guess I was in Wheaton, so not really anything like Wheaton. It's more spread out. There's like different pockets of Oklahoma City. So um, obviously a, a, even a, a tiny little fraction of Chicago with like would be like an old town or Lincoln Park, those type yeah. of things. But um, just a lot of different small little pockets, a lot slower moving, a lot less traffic. <laughs> um, and uh, the people are, are really nice down here, which uh, I discovered very quickly, um, which has been cool. Well, Riley, I know you've kept up in your Illini, so I want to ask you a little bit about this quarterback room. And and for the first time since Wes returned uh, for Lovey's first year, uh, Illinois returns its starting quarterback. It, it's been a while. Um, so Brandon waited a long time, Brandon Peters, on his shot to be, uh, you know, get the Big Ten job and be handed it and, you know, give some time with it. Um, you kind of had that, I know, under different circumstances, but What's that like uh, as, you know, a highly recruited guy to kind of have to wait a while to get your shot and then you get it? Um, what was that like for you? Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, first and foremost, I mean, it's it's tough regardless uh, of what you say. And um, I mean, everyone, um, when you recruit it at that level, especially someone of Brandon's talent level, like um, you, you expect to to have success early and when you get your little opportunities whether it's because of injuries in the middle of a game or towards the end of the game you want to make the most of it and, um, a lot of times you try and do too much um, and then so you kind of leave that that taste in in your coach's mouths and in your mouth um, definitely from a confidence standpoint but I think once you kind of get that nod I think first and foremost the confidence thing um, is big um, just knowing that the coaches are, are willing to roll with you and then they're not saying, Oh, we're going to um, split time or, or you're going to get a few series here, a few series there, but for them to, to fully um, commit to you, I think that's, that's big from a confidence standpoint. And then also um, especially in Brandon's position um, kind of coming in late last year, I think mm-hmm. it's going to be big being an offense um, again for another year. Um, I mean, he has so much talent and you could see that every game, but um, for him to have another year of an offense, especially at Illinois, when there's been quite a bit of turnover um, with offenses and coaches, I think it'll be kind of a, hopefully an exciting year for Illini fans. Yeah. What do you think he did show Riley as a big 10 starting quarterback? And what do you think his strengths are? I think, uh, well, one, he, he does a good job taking care of the ball. Um, he, he's smart with his misses. I think that's one thing with quarterbacks. You can kind of see where they miss. Um, if you're going to miss somewhere, if you're going to miss outside, like on an out route versus leaving the inside, I think those are, are pretty telling of an intelligent quarterback. Um, obviously, sometimes they're just poor throws. But I think with him, you can tell he's deliberate with where he's trying to throw the ball. And then also, um, I think, obviously, naturally, is his arm strength. But I think his athletic ability is, is underrated. Um, being able to, to get out of trouble when things break down. And, um, I, I'm sure the offensive linemen can appreciate that. Um, but I think he's a smart guy. He's, he's really tough. He t- took some shots. And um, I think uh, the way he ended the season, that bowl game, I mean, the last play of the year, leaving all he had on that last yeah. play, I think gained a lot of respect from Illini Nation, from a, a guy that um, has just had one year um, as a Illini player. You mentioned that, Riley, and that, that's why I'm glad to have a guy like you on is because I don't know how many people think of that, like how you miss, right? Like th- there's a difference between 
throwing it outside in an out route where it just goes out of bounds, right? And throwing it on the inside where it gets picked off. Like that that makes a huge difference. And I think, you know, some of the games that Brandos get a lot of credit for, whether it was Rutgers or Purdue, uh, he just didn't turn the ball over and the defense did its job. Like he was kind of I know this gets an ugly term sometimes to people, but I kind of use it as compliment. He was pretty good game manager in some of those games. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? Sometimes the game calls for that. Yeah. You know, um, if the defense is playing well and and sometimes the offense is like you need to spark the team, but um, if the defense is playing well, there's there's no um, if you're up in a game, there's no point in taking those chances. So you want to be more precise and um, like if you're throwing a deep ball, um, maybe you err on, on the side of, of being long or um, instead of putting a little bit more air on it instead of giving your guy a chance, you try and make that perfect throw. Um, so uh, yeah, I think he did a great job of that, and um, and I'm sure the the defense is is glad to have a guy like that when when they are playing well instead of those those um, sudden changes that you see some so often in football games. Riley, some people think that he's got at least a chance to be an NFL prospect. I know the Senior Bowl is looking at him. Um, what are areas of his game that he has to? Um, show growth in this season to get a shot at that level and really take the Illinois offense to another level? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think first and foremost, I think when you win, um, it just makes everyone play better, makes you guys look better. Um, so I think when teams are winning, typically that means there's strong quarterback play. So, um, but I, I mean, I think he definitely has all the talent in the world to make it. Um, and I think um, and maybe I'm just saying this because I was in that position, but someone like him who has had a lot of different offenses to learn from, I think a lot of times those quarterbacks have a different perspective um, from reading a defense or um, learning an offense. I think personally, I think that's beneficial. Um, <laughs> granted, a lot of times that means you didn't win. That's why coaches are, are having turnover. But right. at the same time, I think that'll be his advantage because – um, especially playing at a school like Michigan and, and now coming coming uh, to Illinois with the coaching staff we have, um, being able to go up on that whiteboard in front of NFL personnel and, and take kind of everything that you've learned from all the coaches because to be able to coach in the Big Ten, you've, you have to be, pretty, be a pretty competent um, coach. So being able to take bits and pieces from everywhere he's been, I think that's going to show um, hopefully – make him stand apart from others. But first and foremost, if you win, he's going to have some, hopefully that means he has good numbers and, and uh, he's, he's out there um, showing up every Saturday. Yeah. I know uh, Rod was really happy to get him in the offense for another year. As you said, they, they only had a couple months before last season to really get acquainted with each other. Um, and, and Rod's had success with guys who are very different than Brandon, right? Like uh, uh, Khalil Tate at, at Arizona or Jannard Robinson at Michigan. Um, he's had very different guys uh, who he's recruiting uh, to Illinois, but uh, Brandon's obviously a little bit different. So what do you think the impact of being back for another year and, and what Rod can change or alter or what Brandon uh, will know more? Um, how, how do you think that impacts what they can do this year on offense? Sure. I mean, I think it's huge. I think one thing, uh, I think it's, it's a two way street. I think Rod knows Brand, what Brandon does best. And, uh, and I think Brandon now kind of knowing the way Rod will um, call a game. So he knows what to expect. And I think I'm sure I don't want to put words in their mouths, but I'm sure they're in game plan meetings together and 
and I think that's a, a tale or a sign of a, a good coach to play a relationship when um, you're kind of bouncing ideas off each other and, and you say, I like this in this situation. So, um, I mean, I think we should see some, some pretty big strides, um, a, a senior player like Brandon, and then obviously a great coach like Rod, who's, who's proven to be able to be successful, whether he has um, a great athlete back there that, that can make the throws or, or, or uh, pass first um, quarterback like Brandon, but also athletic enough to, to be able to still run those RPOs and read options and, and get out of the pocket and um, to still kind of make the offense as dangerous as possible. Yeah, and you should have better weapons this year, just one because of health, but they're also adding guys like Luke Ford, Daniel Matsor baby to go with Josh, Brian Hightower, Kamari Thompson, even Trayvon Sidney coming back uh, from injury. So, so that should definitely help him. Um, but we saw late in the season, maybe out of necessity because those receivers were hurt, uh, but they ran sure. him a, a lot more. Um, how, how much do you run a guy like Brandon, do you think, Rowan? Um. I mean, I guess out of necessity, um, like like you said, um, they're kind of bruised towards the end of the year, and all those names you named off. Thankfully, I don't have to pronounce a lot of those <laughs> names. But um, having a little bit of depth this year, I think, should help. Um, I think that's one thing you 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 um, think about when you you go. And I tell people this all the time. They're like, "Well, it's like playing Ohio State or Wisconsin." It's like a lot of times um, in my four years, we we'd hang around um, early on and then of course they'd always pull away. But I think a lot of that goes to depth. Um, yeah. Maybe the ones versus the ones we could hang around a little bit, but, but when their second and third guys are, are still playing at a high level, um, I think that kind of can take the game to the next level. I think Illinois has those type of guys. Um, so hopefully that means that Brandon won't have to run as much, but at the same time, that's just one more thing the defense has to, account for and I think being able to have a quarterback that can do that is something that um, really can can change the game dramatically so um, I'm sure they'll run him enough to, to keep the defense honest and to keep the run play action pass um, a big part of the game um, but hopefully just to keep him healthy um, they don't do it as much as they were doing it towards the end of the year. Well speaking of depth uh, Riley in games that uh, Brandon Peters uh was healthy at the finish. Uh, Illinois was six and four uh, in games that he was not. They were zero and three, which is not a surprise. Uh, Brandon uh, is a veteran, and, and the backups were all young. Uh, but we did get a, get a chance to see a little bit more of Matt Robinson, um, who, who gave him a spark against Michigan, uh, came in against Minnesota, and I thought played okay. Uh, what did you think of him when, when he came in those games last year? Yeah, I mean, I, um, personally, I kind of have a soft spot for guys like that that kind of get thrown into some unfortunate <laughs> situations and I, and I was proud of the way that he battled. I mean, I've never met the kid, but um, it seems like a guy that I would really have a lot of respect for. And I'm sure that um, around the team, I'm sure he's, he's um, one of the favorites on the team. Um, just the way he comes in and, and he's tough um, clearly has a great feel for the offense. Um, obviously he's not going to be um, throwing the ball around the field like, like Brandon can, but I mean, he can still make throws and he's athletic enough to, to keep the defense honest and to be able to still run that same offense. So I think, um, obviously you, you never hope to be in because of the injuries and all that stuff. But I think, um, from a, a team standpoint and a fan base standpoint, I think you should feel pretty confident with, with someone like that, that's been in there. They've played in some big games. They've been thrown in those situations. So hopefully, as the offense improves, that means um, first, second, and 
third quarterbacks have improved just as long, uh, just as well as the the offense has. Yeah, the way I think of him is, uh, I, I just think I love having him at quarterback room. I, I think he's good for the quarterback room. I think if he comes in a game, I think he gives you a chance. Um, now, now whether he'll be starter exactly. or not, yep. yeah, whether he'll be the starter or not, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know because I don't. Are the physical traits there of others? But um, that that brings me to the question of what will be his keys to improving. I mean, he's just a redshirt sophomore, and he doesn't have the cannon that Brandon Peters does. He's not as fast as Isaiah Williams. So, what's the key to him? Maybe being that guy um, who's still the be- number one backup, or maybe being the guy next year who can steal that starting spot. Yeah, well, he's just going to have to be extremely accurate, of course. Um, when you don't have that big, strong arm, like you, you of course have to be accurate. And I think um, being able to make the throws when you need to make them, like you can't miss on the third and sixes, and and, uh, and then also just staying ahead of the chains. I think that's a that's a big thing. Don't take those big sacks. Um, especially when you're probably not going to be calling the field comebacks or, or field outs. So um, with a guy like that, um, knowing that you just got to, you got to be smarter than, than um, maybe some other quarterbacks out there to, to be smart when pull the ball down and run and, and gain three, instead of trying to force one in, in, in a small window, um, just try and stay ahead of the change. And, and when it comes to third down, hopefully you're in, third to five and shorter instead of third and seven plus. I think that's a, a big thing. And um, the the play calling, obviously, as everyone knows, is a lot is a lot bigger when you're third and three versus third and seven plus. So um, I think that's probably the biggest thing. And, of course, take care of the ball and, and, and be in, get yourself in the right plays. A guy like that that's been around as long as he has, I'm sure he's got a great feel for the offense. So if something's not there that doesn't look right, check into a better play. So um, I think he's going to have to be – smarter um kind of an all-encompassing on the offense from making the right decisions getting his playmakers the ball and, and staying in front of those chains yeah and i think he's the kid that kind of gets a um gets a little chip on his shoulder that everyone's talking about maybe the guy who was the third quarterback last year isaiah williams so i think that's a good thing for matt to have uh but isaiah williams obviously everyone's sure. so excited about this kid riley top 200 prospect uh, put up massive numbers when he was down at trinity catholic and and even if he's undersized, he's got uh, ridiculous um, athleticism, electric athlete, um, and, and a big, strong arm. Um, how excited are you to maybe get a, a little bit more of a look at this kid? Or, or what do you think? Like, have you gotten into the hype with with Isaiah? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's tough not to. Um, being in a, a, a program like Illinois, having a big-time recruit come in and um, – I mean, you saw flashes. I mean, he's absolutely electric with the ball in his hands. And, and when he did get in and threw some passes, I mean, um, a lot of times, I, I guess he was recruited as an athlete. Those guys you, you just label as um, can't necessarily throw the ball with accuracy. or or. But, I mean, he looked good out there. He spins it well. He's clearly got a, a pretty strong arm. And um, I'm just really excited to see what Rod can do with him because, um, I mean, you put him in the category like from a – athleticism standpoint and, and being able to, to take it to the house every single play with Denard Robinson and Khalil Tate. And you saw Rod have some of his best offenses with, with guys like that. So, um, I mean, yeah, I think Brandon Peters is the guy, but um, I'm sure there'll be packages with, with Isaiah in there to, to make sure he's getting some, some good reps and some quality moments. And um, just, I mean, they put him at receiver last year. He's yeah. such a, such a good football player that you can't keep him on the sideline. So 
um, I, I'm really excited to see him and excited to, to see him, how he improved um, since last year. How big, Riley, is that learning curve? Because when you get a recruit like this, even if it's a quarterback, people think, oh, they can make an impact right away. What is that learning curve like to go from even a great high school like you had uh, to the Big Ten? Yeah, I mean, it, it's big. Um, uh, and I, I, he wasn't an early enrollee. I mean, I think that's that's huge, um, which I didn't do. But, I mean, one, you come into – position when i mean you're just getting acclimated to college of course and that's an adjustment in itself and then you're learning a big big 10 offense and um whether the offense calls for making a ton of checks but um, of course the defenses are are moving a lot more um than high school typically where you see pre-snap is kind of it stays that post-snap so uh, making that adjustment and then ultimately just adjusting to the speed of the game and um i mean isaiah won't have this problem but i remember like Akeem Spence was chasing me down when I was trying to run out of the pocket, and I had never seen the guy that was 300 pounds run faster than me. So um, that was an adjustment as well. But, um, I mean, a guy like him, I'm, I'm sure he's not running away from people like he was in high school, but um, but at the same time, I'm sure he's making people miss uh, just because he's got that, that talent. So, course there's going to be adjustments some people adjust a little bit quicker and, and, and some people take some a little bit of time so um, I'm just glad that someone in his position has an offense that he can hang his hat on and, and a coach that's going to stick with him um, for more than just one year and uh, so I'm really excited for him in, in the future. You mentioned having some packages for him how, how what's the challenges of that or, or the upside of that because I think Aaron Bailey did that with, with you guys I mean what what is what is that like to do? Because I imagine that's got to be difficult both for the starter and for the guy coming in. Sure, yeah. I mean, it is difficult. Um, and, uh, I mean, I, I did it my freshman year a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, when you're in that position, you don't really necessarily think from the starter's perspective. Um, but I remember a couple times when when they tell you kind of, all right, you're going to go in this series or whatever, and, and just the flow of the game, you're playing so well that, they don't you don't necessarily want to um, ruin that flow um, so it's kind of a tough position to be in because one you told a player that oh you're going in first series of the second quarter but the offense is driving so how do you handle that conversation with the player and, and uh, <clears throat> so it's a tough position to be in but of course when I was the one going in, in the middle of the game I was excited to get mm-hmm. out there and, and uh, but when you're the starter and, and you can have the ball moving, it's kind of unfortunate to you get the momentum going. I remember at Minnesota, we were playing pretty well and we had the package for Aaron and um, it kind of stalled out. And um, someone in that position, when you have one package, yeah, it's super fun and exciting, but at the same time, they kind of, they probably know that you're in a package. You don't, right. a lot of times you don't have the whole offense to run. So say you get out there and the, the defense is giving you a, a look that you didn't see at, at all on film. Um, what do you do now? Like, are you, are you calling a timeout and then just kind of washing that? Or are you just going to run it just because um, you've been practicing all week and, and you got that guy in there? So I think it's, it's difficult, but at the same time you run it one time the next week, the next team has to prepare for yeah. it. So um, that was one thing Cuba was always big on with all the formations we ran was you run a play one time, kind of at a funky formation that team spending two hours 
three hours of film review um, and then hours of practice or periods of practice going over it just in case. So um, I think there's, there's definitely, definitely benefits. And then ultimately you're getting a guy um, playing time. I mean, there's, there's something to be said about getting, getting reps in the game and getting that experience. So um, sometimes it's, it's successful. Sometimes it's not, hopefully it's successful for the Illini. Yeah. Well, Karan Taylor's uh, probably that fourth guy this year. Uh, reminds me a little bit of Bailey, by the way, the way he can run, but just is a passer. I don't think he's developed quite yet. And then Deuce Span, uh, who I know Rod Smith loves, the true freshman, kind of reminds me of A.J. Bush uh, a little bit with his raw skills. But talent-wise, what do you think of this group? It, it feels like, Riley, they've taken a big step in, in depth and talent. Yeah, I mean, like you said, they – and one thing, like they all kind of bring something different to the table, which is kind of nice. Um, granted, you, you typically when you're a coach, you want to recruit kind of similar skill sets, but um, ultimately they all kind of do. They all can move. All of them can move. They all can are serviceable in the past game. And I think ultimately what it's going to come down to is how they process information, how they can lead, how they can rally a team. Um, so, I mean, I think it's a great time to be in that that quarterback room especially with those young guys um with a guy like brandon leave, leaving after this year um what a great time for them to learn um and just absorb everything going into the season and um i think like you said it's a very deep quarterback room and i think there's a ton of talent probably more talent than there's been from top to bottom um in a really long time having four or five guys there that are um extremely talented can all throw the ball um can all move i i think that's um definitely something to be excited about so Riley, before i let you go um as you said you've been in several offenses uh what's what do you think about this rod smith offense and what's the key for him to get the most out of this group yeah i mean i think it's it's fun and exciting uh, first and foremost what i notice and what i, I like about it is like of course it's the spread but he's committed to running the ball, which, mm-hmm. which I enjoy. I think a lot of times you, you get in those offenses and, and uh, a lot of them are, are throwing the ball 50 times a game or, or um, so I, I, I like, and I think that's good for the running back room. Like no, know, knowing that your coach is committed to, to running the ball. So um, I'm sure the old line love that too. Um, and um, I think it's great. I mean, I think an offense like that, and like we've mentioned before, kind of a lot, a lot more depth than we've had in the past um, from the receivers to tight ends. Now, I mean, the tight ends, we got some good tight ends uh, probably since Evan Wilson, Matt Lacoste yeah. and, and John Davis um, um, being in a room like that, um, having multiple guys, I'm sure they're going to have some packages where you got at least two tight ends out there. So um, Essentially, it's going to be being able to get your playmakers the ball. So how does Brandon do that? How does Rod um, get those running backs that are very talented um, in open space and, and getting the ball on the outside to, to those guys as well? I mean, I think I'm very excited. And one thing we haven't even mentioned is the offensive line. Yeah. Obviously, we've heard, heard a couple of injuries um, recently, which are unfortunate. But um, having some, some guys in Doug Kramer who – clearly is is one of the favorites on the team having him be the leader of your team and 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 kendrick green and and um and those guys and and um guys that have just played a ton of football so if those guys could stay healthy i think that's going to be very exciting and and i'm sure brandon peters is very happy to be back there with a a senior um with a veteran o-line for sure 
Riley Latul proven during this conversation that he is an expert on this. So great stuff from Riley. <laughs> hey, and I don't know if you saw, but your boy, uh, Nathan Schiaus, was named one of our top 30 coaches under 30. Uh, knowing Nate for a long time, uh, I know that wasn't his plan to get into coaching, but did you, sure. any, did you always know that he was going to get into that? I, I mean, just talking with him, it was never really a conversation um, in college, but he's just always one of those guys that you knew that he would be really good at that. Yeah. Um, just the way he communicates with people, the way he's a leader. And um, I mean, is a service minded or servant minded leader. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, he, I, I want them to make a list like top five coaches <laughs> under 30, because I think he'd be on that. So um, I, I could not think any better or think more highly of Nate than I do. I yeah. think he's a great coach and, um, hopefully still coaching. Hopefully if I have kids one day and they want to play and are good enough that they can play for a guy like Nate. So, um, he deserves everything he has and he's got a great family. His parents are awesome. His wife. So, so happy for them and, and good to see that he's latched on to, to what it seems like a great coaching staff at Iowa state. And hopefully he can uh, make a name for himself. Yeah. Even, even more so. Yeah. So, Agreed, Riley. Uh, man, really appreciate the time, Riley. Uh, always appreciate it. And uh, uh, good luck to you and your wife down in Oklahoma City, and we'll talk soon, man. Thanks. Thanks for having me on, Jeremy. Always a pleasure. Really appreciate Riley O'Toole's time and gave us some really good insight that I think only a guy who's been in a Big Ten quarterback room or played at that level uh, could give us on quarterback. So I hope you enjoyed that. We have more coming up. I have a fun guest coming up for running backs and hope to schedule some more here in the coming weeks. So we'll little away, just like we are on the VIP side of things, on the site of breaking down position by position. And check those out. Um, you know, I've covered this team pretty close and gotten to know their stories, and I think you get an idea of each of these guys. Even some guys that are lower on the depth chart that that you might be intrigued about, um, including Isaiah Williams, Matt Robinson, Deuce Span for the quarterbacks. With the running backs, uh, I highlight Reggie Love is a guy to watch, but a guy I'm high on is Chase Brown. Um, So you can check out that, a little bit of their story, uh, and a little bit about what they say, what the coaches say about those guys as well, and just what I expect out of some of those groups. So going to continue to whittle away on that on the site, but also here on the podcast uh, and hope to give you a little bit of supplemental content that way. By the way, if you do want to be a VIP member, now is a good time to sign up. 60% off an annual subscription to Illini Inquirer. I think I tweeted this out wrong today, by the way. I think I said $40 savings. It's $60, more than $60 of savings. Uh, less than 12 cents a day to be a VIP member. We're getting you ready for this football season. We're getting you ready for basketball as well. The latest with basketball recruiting and Jordan Nesbitt, uh, Piper's been all over that. The latest with football recruiting as well. Um, sign up. It's a great chance to sign up and try it. Also, $1 for your first month if you want to try that as well. But even if you just want to hang out here on the podcast, we really appreciate that. We appreciate that support. We'd appreciate it if you subscribe to us, rate us, review us. That helps us out as well. All right, we'll talk to you next time right here on the Illini Inquirer podcast.